Hello everyone I am the skin and you're tuned into another episode of my podcast that the skin way First of all welcome 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 to all of you who are listening to me whether as a new listener or a consistent one so thank you very much for tuning in I would first like to begin this podcast by um you know congratulating myself because this is my 7th episode you guys uh 3 months down the line and 7th episode so yeah the reason i'm uh, being pretty happy about this is i am someone who deals with a lot of inconsistency issues and i am also given to a lot of procrastinating but despite uh, my plate being quite full at the moment uh, in my personal life i still feel it's an achievement that i've managed to spring out seven episodes so if you're listening to this please say yay for me and like today's episode has um, the title indian matchmaking i'm sure pretty much everyone has got it that this is what i'm going to be talking about today i will give you context i began watching indian matchmaking last week on netflix and it seriously got me hooked i was thinking oh my god this is cringe on so many levels but it is so addictive that i just want to complete all the episodes in one go and i'm sure a lot of people felt that way it doesn't matter a lot of people were hating it uh, a couple of my friends loved it but they were also inwardly cringing because so many of the struggles that single people wanting to get married in an arranged marriage setup is absolutely spot on so if you haven't watched indian matchmaking uh, let me give you some premise this is actually a netflix uh, docu series kind of reality show which is uh, meant to give the westerners the western world a window into how indian matchmaking works uh, as in an arranged marriage setup where even the parents of the potential uh, you know uh, spouses are involved so it's a whole family show and there are a lot of things that need discussion so when i saw this episodes and i was like oh my god i really need to talk about this on my podcast because not because i have been through a lot of these things mine was straight up an arranged marriage but it was also the very first rishta my parents came across and i'm not complaining it was amazing i'm happily married for more than a year now so uh yeah i have really not had to go through all the sorry procedures that indian matchmaking preaches in real world but i do know a lot of friends family and colleagues who are undergoing or have undergone the unpleasant matchmaking process and uh, a lot of them have not had not so lucky experiences i've seen them go through the humdrum of you know sifting through the um dozens of bio datas that come across their way to find their ideal partner there is the torture of going to a studio and getting good pictures clicked which are not so real which are photoshop because everyone wants to make you look like you know tall dark slim like seema aunty says so yeah it's it's not a pleasant process at all and let's not forget the unceremoniously uh, dumping a uh, rejection process that you go through just because you do not fit into the conventionally tall dark beautiful tall dark handsome frame 
सो या आई थिंक देर इज़ अ लॉट टू टॉक अबाउट बिकॉज इंडियन मैच मेकिंग ऑल दिस रिश्ता सीकिंग आंटीज एंड अंकल्स एंड ऑल द पीपल आउट देर दे हैव बीन थ्रू ऑल दिस नॉर्म्स विच आर डेफिनेटली स्टेप्ड इन अ लॉड ऑफ रेसिज्म सेक्सिज्म एंड सेंचुरीज ऑफ स्टिग्मा एंड प्रोड्यूडिस now if i were to dive deep into this episode and go on a complete rant about how problematic real life indian matchmaking will be i think we'll be sitting here all night and uh, the number of minutes that i'll keep talking will probably exceed the number of times aparna rolled her eyes at all the boys on the show which is quite a lot if you know what i mean and if you've seen the show then you should know but let's not do that I think I'll cut this chase very short and try to outline the aspects of uh, real life uh, arranged marriage and Indian matchmaking that really need a reboot. We need to focus on these issues and uh, rectify them because arranged marriage is not all that bad. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who have benefited from, um, you know. Uh, getting their prospective life partners through an arranged marriage setup and it has worked completely fine for a lot of us we were lucky i would say but then there are a lot of people who are not as lucky because uh, there is so much stigma there is severe racism uh, casteism colorism and even sexism that comes into play which because of which a lot of marriages are failing and the arranged marriage setup has not working for uh, quite a lot of situations so i thought i will address a really important thing about marriage now when i try to say these things uh, i want i'm addressing all the young boys and girls who are looking for uh, you know their potential wives and husbands and even if you have parents with you please make them listen to this because i am also speaking to you auntie uncle and all those uh, parents who are looking out for you know a good um bride or a groom for their children because this is something that we really need to establish on a molecular level the very first thing that i wanted to say was about marriage now marriage itself is a very uh, sacred um, institution and the fact that you are able to spend your life uh, create a whole life from scratch with a person by setting your differences aside by finding like mindedness and uh, you know uh being there for each other i think that entire concept is such a beautiful assimilation of ideas and togetherness that it's just it's complete it it is meant to make you wholesome but saying that i would also say that marriage is not the end all and do all for everybody um so the really important thing Uh, the main point being here is can we all please stop selling marriage as you know a do all and end all concept for everyone i have seen this happening with uh, several families and several uh, parents who try to force marriage on their kids just because you know because marriage is they consider marriage is a timeline ki you know acha 25 you're 25 you're 23 time is running out let's get you married in a year or less it it does not work that way marriage is like an investment in the right person and just the way you would invest in a lot of choices before buying a house or a property i think it's equally important for us 
all to consider looking at several options before diving deep uh, into you know uh, before tying the knot with someone so i think it's really important that we stop forcing marriage on everyone and it should also be stopped as a sort of punishment or rewarding system um i know a couple of people who uh, whose parents are really forcing them into this and who are just telling them to get find the next person that they can and get married to which is not always right um marriage is often sold as a punishment system to the youth which is why a lot of people especially the youngsters that i know are running away from it um i personally when i was not married was told a couple of times uh, you want to dye your hair red no no you can't do that you know what just get married and after that your husband will allow you to do that um you want to go abroad you on a solo trip alone so no 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 i think you should get married then you can go wherever you want with your husband you want to do this get married you want to do that get married and i've been told this by a lot of uh, relatives and aunties so it it overall made me pretty scared of the fact that you know marriage is just going to be the end of my life or probably the beginning of another life where i my ownership is just going to change from my parents to uh, you know a man who's going to own me but that is definitely not the case um arranged marriage is not horrible it can be really great but a forceful rushed marriage can only complicate things further and the chances of you um, you know breaking it off with the person will be much higher so can we please just stop uh, selling marriage as a very flawed concept because it should not be a means to stamp down on a person's aspirations or to feed them the idea that you know they are not good enough for themselves i've also seen i think i have to i'm digressing a little over here but i'll say this that when marriage is um, touted as an option for boys it is most oftenly meant as a way to tame or domesticate them uh, like acha ladka haath se nikal gaya hai or he's really wild and unruly let's get him married let's get him settled down that should probably teach him a thing or two so can we stop uh, focusing the onus of uh, you know improving a person from themselves and their upbringing and their parents over to some poor um, bride who is going to come into the picture and probably domesticate this person it does not work that way so marriage as a whole concept it's really important that we imbibe that within ourselves and within uh, you know your children who are going to get married that it is beautiful it can be amazing it can be lovely but definitely not any of those uh, flawed misconceptions that are being touted around and that now gets me to the list of things that most definitely should be cancelled out of indian match making culture and the very first uh, aspect is color now i'll give a disclaimer i do not begrudge someone who desires a beautiful good looking life partner but we, i think we should it's high time we stop giving precedence to fairness or milky whiteness as the only way to be considered worthy as a beautiful or a good looking person whoever said that only white is beautiful who said that dark is not and i don't say it in a compensating way but in a way that all color should be inclusive and everyone should be able to you know uh, find someone whom they love i have seen a lot of people who have uh, 
you know uh, whose sons or their daughters are pretty dark but ultimately they want a fair life partner i mean i don't get the concept uh, every color is beautiful everyone deserves their own brand of happiness and to use color as the means to reject someone by saying ki you know the girl is right the boy is all right but you know he's a bit sawly he's gay hua or he's dark or he's just jet black and we don't want our future kids to be black i think that is twisted in a lot of ways instead i would say please learn to look beyond skin color consider their intelligence their personal their professional and educational achievements um how insightful they are how thoughtful or kind they are stop putting a full stop or you know any outrageous ifs and buts when you see a really great life partner but color is the only thing that's uh, you know um uh, not checked on the list so if you all did this perhaps you know it could be easier for everyone to really be hashtag #brown and proud like they say on social media so please let's just stop using color as a prerequisite for uh, a life partner to be the best or you know the best prospect and you know just like with color the second thing that really needs to stop is all the dilemma over height the way height should come into uh, action when you are trying to look at prospective life partners is only when you are heightening your acceptance uh, of the opposite person and lowering really unrealistic expectations um, i mean what the hell is it with everyone wanting a tall life partner uh i'm do not get me wrong tall people short people everyone is great in their own way but i face this a lot of times i am 58 and i was once told that you know i am tall but not tall enough or i have also been told that i am tall but you know um we don't want someone as tall so it's just ridiculous that someone would reject you on the basis of how tall or not too tall they are according to their own expectations so i think this should be cancelled out of um, you know the arranged marriage setup uh, i am not dismissing this completely since people are concerned with couple aesthetics you know um, you know the uh, couple has to look really good together so they should have height which is not a stark contrast which is uh, which complements that those couple aesthetics that is fine but please never ever use height as a reason alone or in combination to completely reject some potential match for matrimonial reasons i mean it's not their fault yaar just like uh, color and height and uh, whatever family or social status they are born into it is nobody's fault for being that way so do not make them feel otherwise by citing height as a reason to reject someone and what will you do with height uh, what if you have a, a tall wife but she is horrible to everyone to you to your family to everyone around her what if you have a tall husband who seems nice on the outside but is actually abusive behind doors what if two people are really tall or uh, you know just they just hate each other they can't stand each other so this notion of you know having a tall life partner but not too tall not too short it's it's just ridiculous and it's just 
going to mess up your entire arrange ma- arrange marriage uh, process because uh, it can be traumatizing for the person who is being rejected just because they are not tall enough and it'll only go on to prove them that what society or their family has been telling them ki listen you're not fair you're not tall enough you'll not get a good life partner um all those claims you're just proving it right by rejecting the other person so be a little kind and considerate and do not reject people on the basis of color and height and that gets me to the third aspect of matchmaking which is probably the worst i am um i'll take this moment to say that i am not a uh you know men hating feminist but this is just exactly how things are uh, women have it much more harder and difficult at an arranged marriage uh, shot than men let's be really honest it's easier for men probably but not as easy for women i mean all those jabs that can she cook can she take care of the household chores um and you know can she uh, you know make round rotis can she blah blah blah, blah. all those sort of uh, you know gendered stereotypes that we question while looking at prospective life partners it is just not done because we are in 2020 and nearly everyone has to learn to be self sufficient on their own so the next time an auntie asks uh, you know beta can you cook or can you make round rotis or can you take care of the entire household just tell them auntie i'm sorry i did not know you were looking for a babysitter i am just not done and i think it's really important for parents as well to look at someone who is a good compatible match for your um you know son or daughter instead of looking at whether they fall into gendered stereotypes and i think this ability to cook is something that everyone should have i think even women as women we also should start asking potential uh, boys that you know listen can you cook it's a survival skill it's 2020 and we have also lived through a pandemic where everyone was uh, stranded away from family and homes and house help so if you can't cook what the hell are you doing because everyone has learned to cook and it is an essential life skill which i feel everyone should have so let's not uh, you know i think this uh, gendered discrimination thing should immediately stop in another way i also think parents should stop looking at the boys to be insanely rich like they show in the suraj barjatia movies that uh, you know the girl belongs from uh, humble or um, upper middle class family but the boy is insanely rich and so he is going to be a poverty eradicating machine for the girl's future it's not that way i think we all uh, understand and accept that it's men and women who are equally reaching out in life who are aspirational who are trying to better their own conditions and who are equal partners in this so please let's just get rid of all these gendered stereotypes and like i mentioned in this point the next point is again about money now all of you squirming uncomfortably oh my god is she talk about money yes i am because uh, as much as we say it as much illegal it is there are still people who do uh, take and give dowry which is 
really really very sad parents should just stop telling or justifying and forcing their daughters to marry into regressive families or you know not so suitable matches just because oh they are not taking any dowry from you or the fact that you know this is probably your best shot marry this person even though he's ugly even though he's uh, you know uh, he looks creepy because uh, well we are going to pay for a dowry for you i think the entire concept when you bring money into the picture just gets petty and uh, it's it's just not done i'm no it's ridiculous saying this but boys and girls i know especially to the boys out there if you are looking for a bride in an arranged marriage setup and please try to include yourself more in the process more in the conversations that the elders have with each other because although you might not be in favor of dowry but um behind the curtains it's probably your parents who are pressurizing the girl's parents and that could be stopping you from having a suitable life partner just because the other side cannot afford to pay for dowry i think the whole concept is extremely unethical please please let's just get rid of it call out your parents if they are doing this uh, girls also please force your parents to never ever pay up or cough up large amounts of money it's okay to have a big fat indian wedding but it is certainly not okay to you know pass uh, you know just give dowry or to give in to the demands of the boys family because ladke wale hain it's it is 21st century and you should know better than that so please let's not bring money into the picture it is extremely unethical it is illegal and it is also uh, it also takes away from the emotional aspect of the wedding by just making it purely numerical so let's stop with the money claims having outlined all the aspects of uh, arranged marriage setup that really need a reboot and uh, should be cancelled out of the indian matchmaking culture i think it's pretty important that you take a really wise decision when you're trying to find the ideal life partner i know it can't be easy it is definitely not pleasant it can be very uncomfortable at times but it is not impossible um if you reject or are being rejected uh, in the matchmaking process due to any of the reasons that i stated above then let me tell you uh, do not take it seriously do not take it to heart do not let anyone undervalue you or tell you that you're worth less or that you should settle for something which is not entirely what you want in a life partner and if you're rejecting someone please please do it in a kind manner be considerate be uh, really compassionate and empathetic uh, tell them that you probably don't uh, you know see things in the same way that they do which is why you do not want to marry them but please never ever reject them because they are not tall because they are not uh, fair or uh, because they are too homely or too too much of a workaholic it's just not done and like i said please remove the money aspect from the entire uh, issue that is something you both can work on later whether you want to plan a future together in terms of investments and uh, savings and all but never ever get money into the picture as in like i said do not believe in the concept of lane lane like our elders say i know they might mean well but it is just not healthy anymore and if you have questions as to what 
how do i get about this i am uh, not able to get a perfect life partner through the entire process i would say don't exactly lower your ex- expectations but please be accepting of the opposite person um, we are in a very fast paced age meaning that even if you belong to a really conservative family unless they are really orthodox i think everyone has a fair chance of speaking to a potential you know husband or a potential wife in the arranged marriage setup it is possible so when you try to do that try to meet them try to have conversations with them so you you know get a fair idea how the opposite person is whether you are similar uh, qualities that you could probably look out for are good emotional intelligence if a person seems level headed and is able to uh, keep track of his emotions and keep them in check um see if you both have uh, a similar set of values and morals it's completely all right if you don't uh, see eye to eye on a lot of issues but it is extremely important that you learn how to set aside your differences and be together and last i would say please please settle with someone who sees you like an equal partner who doesn't want to dominate you or shouldn't be dominated by you who is not submissive but is respecting you for who you are and as an equal partner in the relationship because in the end marriage is a partnership now i know i say, say this from a place of privilege because i was able to talk to my potential husband and that has led me to take a well informed decision but i also know that there are several girls and several um, orthodox cultures um, more conservative cultures where you are not able to meet or even talk to the boy uh, before getting married in such a case i would always suggest you to you know go online the internet is a wide platform you know someone's bio data you know their email come on it's extremely easy for you to go online and stalk them uh, check out their instagram profile check out their social media i know it's not always an accurate representation of what that person might be in real life but you could take cues here and there about what this person enjoys what he likes what are his political opinions or opinions on current issues try looking into that or even better the world is a smaller place so there's bound to be someone who probably recognizes that person so find a mutual friend whom you could talk to and you know get to know them people are always ready to uh, help and let you know so yeah please do reach out we try to make an effort to find more about the person if you're not able to meet them or talk to them because your culture doesn't allow it you can do that and if nothing else works please trust your instinct if you know that every this per- person uh, looks great on bio data he or she anyone is looking perfect they tick off all the boxes but then your gut instinct tells you no there's probably something wrong there's something fishy trust it it's almost never wrong so i will leave you all with these thoughts um that you know marriage can be a tricky game but it is also essential that you invest wholeheartedly and you become more comfortable with the notion of getting married before you uh are forced into this entire procedure so take your time and uh, talk to your parents and even parents 
please do not force your kids into this give them time let them become their own person let them become uh, what they want to before they finally decide to settle down i think it's about time to wrap up this episode i am so glad i was able to talk about so many things um about um the arranged marriage setup and the indian matchmaking scenario please dm me if you feel there are more stuff uh, more points that i could have added also uh, are you currently looking out for a prospective you know wife or a husband were you rejected have you rejected someone please i would love to know all your stories uh, feel free to dm me on my instagram at the taskinway.official or uh, you can just uh, post comments here i would love to know i would love to hear from you and uh, i'll be back soon in a couple of days with a fresh new episode please think over all of this make your parents listen to this podcast i think it's important that we understand how marriage can come into play um, for all the parties involved so take care uh, lots of love and see you soon bye bye